0: Show
1: ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Sure Look, Sure Listen, the podcast that takes a pop at culture. Sure Look, Sure Listen. Sure Look, Sure Listen.
0: Sure Look, Sure Listen. Sure Look, Sure Listen. Sure Look,
1: Sure Listen.
0: Sure Look, Sure Listen. Oh very good. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the show look to listen. This week, Benjamin. Shaluk, Benjamin, as I say. This week we're taking a look at loads of stuff because unbeknownst to both of us, D twenty three was on this weekend. <laughs> Michael <and Weef>. We <laughs> forgot. We did a big forget, Benjamin. So we're gonna have a take we're gonna be taking a look at all the D twenty three announcements in the very scantest of detail. Also, your favorite show of this year has been cancelled take that Benjamin and we're going to take a look at the new trailer for Quantum Leap as well as that Benjamin we're both very interested to have a very quick look at some of the Thor Love and Thunder deleted scenes
1: why are you you waiting for me there's way more stuff
0: on that list Michael
1: (laughs) no I'm not going to read
0: them out individually that's the D23 (laughs) stuff Michael,
1: sure, listen, if that wasn't yeah. enough, and it actually genuinely is this week, we'll be looking Still to much. the end of this. Thankfully, we had already taken our aim at the House of Mouse, Michael, and we were going to be taking a look at copyright in the public domain. So it's just as well that D23 happened to buffer that stuff.
0: That's very good serendipity, Ben, because the first half of the podcast is going to be, "But look at all this new stuff Disney are making, and then the second half will be, but they are big bastards, though, aren't they?
1: Yes, in, in, in a classic podcast Bait and switch, Michael. It's like, oh, this is great, this is great, this is great.
0: But what is it? Yeah, very good, Benjamin. You are famously a master baiter and switcher. Um, I'm very good, Benjamin. Yes. <laughs> she look, Ben, your favourite show of this year was cancelled already. Yes, The Papier Ladies is gone, uh, it's Michael. It's gone, Benjamin. It's in the bin. Benjamin, I, you and I are both fans of the comic book Paper Girls. Paper Girls, the comic book. Paper Where? Girls. But. I only made it about four episodes into this series. I made it past two and that was it for me. (laughs) Okay. It didn't really tickle my wickle, Benjamin. So I'm neither shocked nor upset that it's been cancelled after one season
1: one of the things that was so interesting about this michael is the, the comic is phenomenal you know it's it's a really interesting comic it's it's well drawn it is out there it is high concept sci-fi on occasion it's just a very good comic this michael was a very very cheap attempt at bringing that comic book to life there weren't even any dinosaur knights
0: that we saw benjamin maybe there were in episode 5
1: i don't think so michael i think i, I wouldn't have seen a few there screenshots were. <laughs> yeah,
0: not a single dinosaur in sight, Benjamin. Yeah. The threat of dinosaurs, but if Jurassic World Dominion thought as anything, Benjamin, is that sometimes the threat of dinosaurs alone isn't enough. Not at all, in fact. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes you also need locusts.
1: <laughs> and and frogs and bloody yeah. rivers and, you know, other important things like that.
0: You're thinking of the Bible.
1: Oh, sorry. sorry. You're thinking of the I seven am.
0: plagues of Egypt, Ben. Classic... Oh, the- That's exactly what I'm thinking of. Yeah, sorry. It's my mistake. It is your mistake, Benjamin. Luckily, we live in a world where mistakes in the past can be fixed. Yeah, you just go back in time, Michael. Just have a man go back in time and lep inside your body, Ben. But not a white man. No. (laughs) I had another joke there, Ben. It was going to be uh, like the start, like the opening scene of The Boys Season 4. (laughs) Oh <laughs> You don't Just, want that. You don't want that. No, in <laughs> case he uh, grows to full size and comes back out. Benjamin, yes, Quantum Leap. You're Benjamin. You're not a child of the of the eighties and nineties in the same sense that I am. No, you're
1: a, you're an actual child of the eighties.
0: So, Benjamin, you probably weren't staying up um, watching Sky One on weekday nights as it went through the entire series of Quantum Leap. I certainly wasn't, Michael. I Formative certainly wasn't, stuff, Benjamin. Formative Absolutely. stuff. Informative stuff, Ben. Some of the finest TV ever produced in the eyes of a 10-year-old me.
1: In the eyes of lots of people, Michael, Well, by the looks of things. It got very high ratings back in the day, Michael. Did it? Did it do well, Benjamin? It did well. It has an 8.2 on the old IMDb's, the IMDb's. Um, and it was released in 1989, Michael, and ran until 1993. It was very
0: short-lived. Yeah, yeah, very short-lived. Yeah, five but years. T- TV was back then, Michael. TV five was years, back Five years, I think. I think five years was considered quite a long run back then, Ben.
1: Yeah, back in the day. Back in the day, Michael. It's not your It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia today where
0: you've been going for 20 bloody years. Is Always Sunny going for 20 years or 20 seasons? Do they do two seasons a year? I think it it could be 20 seasons, Michael. You could be right. I could be right. I'm probably not, but I could. But, Benjamin, look at it. TV shows were shorter back then. Star Trek The Next Generation was considered very long at seven years. It's a long time. And won't. now, if people don't get six seasons in a movie, they're very upset. Six seasons in a movie. Yeah, absolutely, Benjamin. So there's a new quantum leap, but this time it's different people. This this time it's not them. Mm. Um, it's so it's not the same people. It's new people.
1: One of the things that made the original series so beloved, Michael, is uh, that it had Scott Bakula, and Scott Bakula was the it man in the eighties. Once upon a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Scott Bakula, son of Dracula. It's Scott Bakula, son of Dracula, and then what we had was his his gal Friday or his Mister Friday, as it happened to be. Mm-hmm. Dean Stockwell played Al Calavici.
0: Yeah, or just Al. Al was the best character. Yeah,
1: Al to us, um, and Al was his little time traveling buddy. Now the the concept seems to be roughly different, Michael. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that was a master bait and switch, Ben. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, in this particular one, because what's happening here is in the original series, Scott Bakula is part of a, a program and Dean Stockwell kind of works as his conscience, doesn't he? He's like his little buddy yeah, yeah. who helps to figure Al, things but, out. Yeah. Uh,
0: it's not actually the actor Scott Bakula, son of Dracula. No, it's, 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 uh, it's Dr. Samuel Beckett.
1: No, it's a documentary series about how Scott Bakula got displaced in time.
0: Scott The Son of Dracula.
1: The son of Dracula got displaced in time and how they sorted oh, okay. it out.
0: Oh, yeah. And then he ended up in the Star Trek Enterprise.
1: Yeah. And I didn't watch it when I was a kid because I didn't like documentaries, Michael.
0: <laughs> Too many facts. Too many this facts. not suit
1: me. Um, so, yeah, back in the day, Michael, it, it was kind of leaping from person to person. Um, yeah. And I'm not really sure. Was it a, a mistake that he was stuck out of time? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So,
0: so they, he, they were trying to do a big time travel then. Right. And they discovered accidentally that you can only time travel within your own lifetime and by inhabiting other people's bodies. That's very interesting, isn't it? And then he leapt about, oh, bloody hell, Ben, God and the devil and everything came into it. And maybe maybe God or the devil had a hand in setting him down this path to right wrongs and, and fix things. Excuse me? Oh, yeah, yeah. There was all sorts of potentially metaphysical stuff going on.
1: Get the fuck out of town.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. There's all sorts of mysterious characters, or maybe, yeah, yeah, people controlling the whole situation. And Benjamin. Famously, the original series ended on not a cliffhanger, but a sad note.
1: Oh, yeah. How did the original series end, Michael? Spoilers well, the, for a series that ended.
0: <laughs> the original series ends, Ben, with a card which says Dr. Samuel Beckett never made his way home. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Ben, a lot of Quantum Leap fans, or Leapers as we call ourselves, um, are really hoping that this isn't a reboot, that it's a sequel. Oh. And that maybe this new character will bump into Dr. Samuel Beckett and maybe help him to get home after all this time.
1: Oh, Michael, it's a time—it's ta- a chance to go back in time and right some wrongs, so to speak.
0: Exactly, Benjamin. maybe he'll be able to rescue Dr. Scott Bakula, son of Dracula.
1: Well, that would be interesting, wouldn't it?
0: Wouldn't it? Or would it? Dean Stockwell's dead, isn't he?
1: I Yeah, he is. Yeah, He died last year or the year before. Okay, so he won't be in it. We covered it on this podcast, Michael. Um, yeah, yeah,
0: I, I, that's what I said. I thought he was.
1: Scott, I thought Scott Bakula was the old man who's running the research programme in the trailer for the new Quantum Leap.
0: I would be disappointed if he were.
1: I think you're going to be disappointed regardless, Michael. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Benjamin, yes. I have to
0: say... I'm not in love with the idea that the time traveling person and the um the hologram who's guiding them are former lovers. That seems like a conflict of interest. Really stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's my least favorite thing about the whole trailer. I was watching it going, "Oh no, Sam's kissing Al." What's going on, Sam? Yeah. Get your mouth off, Al. This yeah, is wrong. Yeah.
1: Not wrong in the sense of it being wrong, Michael, because everybody's welcome here on the podcast. But wrong right, in so the sense so of... Including, it's like,
0: including heterosexuals. <laughs> it's in... <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, on occasion we're allowed All right. on the podcast. Um, but in general, Michael, I, I find that uh, Sam and Al shouldn't, shouldn't be kissing because it's, it's just merging characters. It's mucking up the characters, Michael.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I don't, I'm not too worried about the characters because obviously they're not Sam and Al. They're, they're obviously. their names is. Obviously they're not Sam and Al. They're not Sam Al, but it, my worry is they've gone, oh, let's modernize the dynamic by having them have a flirtatious and sexy history. <laughs> let's, let's, uh, not. Uh, no. oh, let's not. No. Oh, let's not. Do you have to? Do you have to? Can, we not, can they not just have time travel adventures and be best of friends? So I,
1: I think I was I was originally going to point out, Michael, that the, the, the great flaw in casting uh, Raymond Lee as the central character is he's going to have the uh, racist time traveler issue where uh, time travelers can only go tr time travelers of a different ethnicity can only travel forward in time because going backwards doesn't end well. Uh but Michael, that's not the central conceit of bloody Quantum Leap.
0: Sure, it isn't. No, because he's he's in other people's bodies, Ben. So it won't make any difference. Having said that, the original Quantum Leap did at times address some of those issues with varying degrees of sensitivity. <laughs> there was um, one
1: episode where he found himself in the body of a young Down syndrome man. If I yes, it correctly. was,
0: and I mean, whether it was well handled or not, it was certainly um, an attempt. It was certainly progressive of the time. Yes. To have a, a Down syndrome, a, a prominent Down syndrome character on a TV show.
1: I bet it wasn't sensitive, Michael. I put it, well, my hand on I mean, It wasn't, being sensitive. It,
0: poor Els Scott Bacula. There obviously aren't a lot of Down syndrome people in Transylvania, so he went. To, it was quite broad, let's say.
1: It was a, a bit of a, I believe, Tropic Thunder moment. Was it, to It was a little bit, but mm. I
0: think the, I think everyone involved's heart was in the right place. I think they were trying to do the right thing but maybe two maybe a bit out of the time there lads maybe take it down a notch maybe just maybe just crank it down michael i probably won't be watching this i won't lie
1: i've no tie to the original series so i do will well, tell
0: you what benjamin i'll watch it for you
1: oh that's good and then you'll and review it on the podcast will you
0: i'll let you know when it takes a quantum leap straight into the cancellation bin Oh that's very good very good benjamin yeah the d23 was on
1: Yes, it was, Michael. We've we been forgot. inundated. Yeah, we we had no idea. We'd love to sit here and be professional pop culture podcasters, but sadly.
0: Yeah, no. no, I was just at home yesterday, Ben, going, there's a lot of Marvel news happening here. What's going on? There's a lot of stuff happening here.
1: What's going on? Benjamin. Yes.
0: Why don't we tackle it in ascending and then descending order of what you and I are interested in about it? Okay,
1: Let's let's give that a go, Michael. That sounds very okay, intriguing.
0: Yeah, go on. So right at the top of the list there, Michael, is Werewolf by Night. Werewolf by Night, Benjamin. This was the most exciting thing for me. I saw this trailer and I went, um, num, num, so delicious.
1: This looks like one of the most interesting things that we're going to see in this little batch release of things. They're um, giving
0: us a whack of something different. Yeah, it, uh,
1: very. It, black and white, first of all
0: black and white is it is the show black and white or is I the hope so
1: black and white? it better not be it better be it better be a full black and white series like it probably, probably won't know, be I don't, I don't know if they can sell that Michael um, but yeah uh, so it's based on a very old comic Michael um, which is uh, a comic called Werewolf by Night as one might expect um, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But werewolf, well, werewolf by Nighty,
0: as you've written uh, here,
1: werewolf by Nighty, as I've written there. But it originally came out in
0: 1972,
1: Michael. Oh, a, a real Nine. dark era, a real dark era, a dark time. And um, but yeah, th- so uh, the werewolf is a guy called Jack Russell. Oh, and, you might uh, have
0: spoiled it there, Ben. Oh, oh. <laughs> do you want to at that? No, end? no, no, I don't think you have. Because to be honest, if, if there's a character and his name is Jack Russell and he's in it, everyone's going to be going, Oh, that's the werewolf man. Oh, that's, that's ah, there's the werewolf man. His um, name is a dog. He has a dog name. Maybe so they'll do, do a twist. They maybe, they'll do a,
1: maybe there's a Jacqueline Russell and it's going to be a lady oh, the whole time.
0: Or it will be Jacqueline Bouvier and she will say, My maiden name is Russell. And then every single person will go, Oh. Oh, I knew it was her the whole time. I swear to God, I knew it was her, even though when I thought it was that fella.
1: Um, yeah, so it, he's going to be portrayed in, in this particular thing, Michael. And I think this really gives it away. The old Wikipedia page, and was doing a bit of digging here, has stated that he's going to be played uh, by G- uh, Gael Garcia Bernal. Um, I don't know who that the, is, Ben. He's a very uh, famous actor, Michael, if you were, uh, well, very famous um, Latino actor. Okay. And
0: he's been in lots of
1: stuff, uh, Michael, but the stuff that you probably know him from.
0: Oh, what do you mean you? What do you mean me?
1: You, you dirty little non-indie movie watcher, you you big screen son of a bitch. There's Um, nothing
0: worse than an indie movie, Ben. The only thing worse than an indie movie is independent music. Oh, Michael,
1: sickening stuff.
0: And poetry, I hate poems as well, Ben. I absolutely, uh, hate them.
1: I can't agree with you there, Michael. But uh, you know, all the other stuff, yeah, terrible. Yeah, yeah, get rid of them. Put them terrible. Being
0: be with paper girls.
1: Um, so he was in Mozart in the Jungle, which was a relatively successful four-year run on Amazon Prime. You've probably never watched it, Michael. Have you
0: never watched it or even heard of it? Ben.
1: fantastic. Um, Ito Mama Tambien is the famous one that he was in, where he was in a a bloody threesome relationship and having a great old time. Oh. Um, <laughs> He also starred in the Motorcycle Diaries, Michael.
0: Oh yeah, where he was Che Guevara. Uh,
1: che Guevara. Um he was in Zorro once or twice just for the sake of it. Um, oh, yeah, what's Zorro. He was in the 2021 Zorro. Z. There for... wasn't a
0: 2021 Zorro, Ben. We would have known about we that. We would
1: have known but there was. It was called Z. Was,
0: okay. Um, Didn't watch that. Yeah,
1: no, thankfully. Um so yeah, um anyway, that's that's what was happening there, Michael. So he's he's going to be the the werewolf by night. And it looks like in all the promotional material, Michael, it's very clear who he is.
0: Yeah, it does, doesn't it? It doesn't look um, like it's going to be a mystery, Ben. I don't I think it's going loved, to be a mystery. I love the way the trailer is presented, Ben, as a kind of low frame rate, black and white, quick cuts B-movie from the 50s.
1: I was all for it, Michael. I thought it was great.
0: Absolutely 100% all for it, Ben. It looked fantastic. And. And. And it has one of our gang as one of my favourite kind of C list characters. Go on. It has Laura Donnelly, Ben. One of your one of your favourite Laura Donnelly from Laura up Northern Donnelly Ireland Donnelly way. From up Northern Ireland way. You could probably hit her with a brick, Ben, if you threw one. She lives so close to us, and she's playing Elsa Bloodstone.
1: No, is it Elsa Bloodstone? Is that she's Elsa Bloodstone, to be? Ben? You know? Terrible she casting up... for Elsa Bloodstone.
0: <laughs> I don't think it is. I think it's fantastic. I think that could be really, really good. Oh well, that's good. What's your beef with Laura Donnelly as Elsa Bloodstone? She doesn't look like Elsa Bloodstone much. <laughs> she Does look like Elsa Bloodstone? What does Elsa Bloodstone look like? She got big red hair, Michael didn't she only get big red hair in the Agents of Hate thing by Warren Ellis and oh,
1: maybe, like, it's, maybe it's that Michael. maybe I'm suffering from recency bias and toxic fan syndrome
0: yeah yeah yeah. but I mean Agents of Hate Agents of Hate Elsa Bloodstone has become the defining Elsa Bloodstone with the orange jumpsuit and the big orange hair and shotguns she has and she doesn't seem to be playing that character because in the trailer she's, uh, she's doing a big scream and something's giving her a big fright she seems quite nervous Michael but Benjamin, maybe she's faking it out. Maybe she's doing a big fake out. and then Maybe when the wolf she's gets a near big her, old werewolf. Maybe she's... Or maybe she's going to be like, oh, help me, there's a big werewolf. And then the werewolf's going to chase her and she's going to be like, ha-ha-ha, Fucking got I actually you, have a gun. son of a gonna. bitch. Yeah, you son of a bitch, I'm going to get son you. son of a bitch. Um, otherwise, otherwise, why would you cast Laura Donnelly? Because she is famous as a woman who's going to turn around and be a British madam one minute and then do a big flip and a kick the next minute.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, makes sense, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I see you're not sold, Benjamin. I, I was think, very sold.
1: I, I, you would be though. Um, mm-hmm. You you would be you dirty acceptor of things. I can't find a version of her with black hair.
0: I don't think she had black hair. I think she had blonde hair.
1: Um, yeah, I'm sure I it's think. entirely possible. Look, Michael, it's entirely Look, Benjen, possible. Doesn't matter. It this doesn't is the Marvel Cinematic anyway. Maybe Universe, she does. Michael. Do
0: whatever you Maybe want. Maybe she does. Maybe she does have red hair, Benjamin. It was all in black and white anyway. Yeah. Any other big characters that we saw there, Michael? Oh, Benjamin, I sent you a little screenshot. You did. This is how I found I out, out the G23 a... was even on. Yeah, that's how I found out too, Benjamin. I sent you a screenshot that I was just sitting at my computer desk and I sent you a screenshot of man thing, of my yeah. big giant-sized man thing.
1: Your big giant sized man thing. And then I said, Michael, that is very inappropriate for your co host. I will be uh, talking to HR in the morning and uh, yeah, you'll be hearing I'm from them very soon. Yeah, I know. It it's, it's, it's a real oversight when we structure this company, Michael.
0: <laughs> <laughs> never make the worst person HR, Ben.
1: Yes, it's never a good idea. Man thing is pretty much, Michael, I guess, Marvel royalty at this point. Uh, Man-Thing was the answer to to Swamp Thing from the gang Um, I can't remember who came first I never remember Um, I I
0: think it might have been Swamp Thing, Benjamin But Man-Thing, he's got a big elephant nose
1: He's got a big elephant nose So uh, Swamp Thing is vaguely humanoid from DC And, you know, all emotional stuff Man-Thing's a big creepy (laughs) son of a gun
0: He's all emotional and stuff. He's all emotional I <laughs> don't want stuff. to live in this swamp anymore. I
1: don't, I don't like this swamp. Make it stop. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's done so he can be a little bit more human. But in general, Michael, um, mm. the man thing is, is a kind of beastly apparition, isn't he? He's a big spooky man.
0: He's a big spooky fellow, Ben. And he'll come up out of the swamp and he'll grab you by the head. And if you have any fear in you whatsoever, Ben... He'll burn it out. He'll burn out his touch. Yeah He doesn't burn out the fear He just burns you He just burns them um, Yeah
1: yeah So yeah it, it's, it's a weird one um, And he looks far more Like a thing That's been decomposing In a swamp For a couple of decades
0: Yeah gross um, and horrible I, I wonder what he's got To do with this pet
1: I think they might Just be interesting A few Just introducing a few New horror characters In Michael Why not They
0: might do a Frankenstein It's good for Halloween Michael It's going to be released On October 7th We don't have to wait that long I know It's practically next week Practically next week Michael Very excited about it, Ben, indeed. We've probably talked about it for too long, to be honest. To be honest. Uh, Which brings us to the next thing
1: there, Michael. Uh, 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 We've got another thing. Samuel L. Jackson's back. Samuel L. Jackson's
0: back, Benjamin. Or is he? Or is he? We'll never know. We'll never know, I think we will. We'll probably find out by the end.
1: It's all scrully boys and scrully
0: girls. Benjamin. Yes. After Captain Marvel made the scrulled both goodies and a bit of a laugh yes I have to say I wasn't that excited about the concept of secret invasion that's understandable Michael it, it, they were they were largely done for comic relief exactly they were the comic relief good guys in I don't I, I don't you know you just what spin your wheels there okay are you going for a poo no. Benjamin's gone off for a poo no. everybody and um, so in Captain Marvel in in Captain Marvel they were the comic relief good guys I think he's letting a cat in or out I'm letting a cat in. He's he's, he's letting a cat in. Okay, that's very good. In Captain... (coughs) This is some dreadful podcasting, Ben. I'm going to edit a lot of this out. Or not, (laughs) depends. Benjamin, in Captain Marvel, they were played for laughs. They were for laughs, good guys. Yes. And then even in the Spider-Man No Way Home end scene, it was kind of a laugh that it turned out that Nick Fury had been a scroll the whole time. Yeah, it's all bait and switchy, Michael. Exactly, masturbators and switchers, Benjamin, over at Marvel. But what the big surprise of this was—they've gone full on for the creepy. You don't know who's evil, who scrolls, who's who they say they are. Toned. Everybody's out to get you, Michael. And thank God for that, says I.
1: It's a, it's a nice return to scroll form,
0: isn't it, Michael? Mmm. Clandestine meetings, Ben. High-pitched, tense music. Nobody Samuel Jackson. Nobody being a badass. Samuel L. Jackson, or is it even Samuel L. Jackson being a badass? Maria Hill going, who is anybody? Michael Olivia Coleman is there. Olivia Coleman's there, Ben, for award kudos. Academy Award-winning <laughs> Olivia Coleman is there. She's there as well, Benjamin. I was very surprised to see Martin Freeman there as Everett Ross. He's there. Why is he there? Or, or is he? We uh, see. We don't know, Michael. Maybe or Everett Ross he? was a scroll all along. Maybe, Benjamin. We saw Amelia Clark, She was there. She's entering the Marvel Universe now
1: as well. Yeah, the Mother of Dragons. Or is she? Or is she, Michael? She's probably not
0: even uh, Daenerys Targaryen. Who is anyone in it, Benjamin? I thought it was a great trailer. This was the second the second most exciting announcement for me.
1: A very sophisticated tone, Michael,
0: to that trailer. Something I wasn't expecting. Mmm. Mm. Something I wasn't expecting but didn't know I was hoping for.
1: Yeah, it looks good. I'm into it. I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to watch it.
0: I'm definitely going to watch it, Ben. I thought it looked fabulous. Michael, is it a series or a movie? It's a series. It's a series. Oh, yeah, it's a series, yeah. Which is better, I think. Well, probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. Yeah, very series are probably
1: the way to go. If they just tighten up, Michael, it will be grand.
0: Yeah, just tighten it up. Get rid of some of the chaff. Get rid of some of the bad writing. Just, just tighten it up, lads just please just please <laughs> tighten it up imagine you're talking to the swamp thing we're very emotional just please just <laughs> tighten up the writing just it a, little bit, a little bit better lads
1: just, just stop stop fucking
0: wasting time being political just, just yeah 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 just tighten yeah, yeah. it up Benjamin, did you see the trailer for She-Hulk Part Season One, Part Two?
1: I quite enjoyed that trailer, Michael. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I, She-Hulk is great. I'm, I'm into <laughs> She-Hulk, uh, and the TV show isn't too bad either. Um, oh, very good. Yeah. Very misogynistic. Um.
0: Yeah. Um. Why
1: is that misogynistic?
0: <laughs> oh, I thought you were making a sex reference. No. No. no right. Benjamin, it looks here. like uh, speaking of sex references, though, it looks like Charlie Cox is going to be in it. Yeah, he's going to be there.
1: He's going to be the man that She-Hulk finally gets her mitts on. That's why she couldn't have a nice relationship in this week's episode because uh, Charlie Cox is coming
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. We're going to get demonetized by YouTube, Benjamin, because it's going to see all these words. Yeah, um, probably. I'll tell you what, though. Yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about underwhelming announcements?
1: Uh, yeah, Michael. We're, we're getting the We'd- Thunderbolts.
0: <laughs> thunderbolts and Lightning, Ben. Very, very disappointing. I mean, look... I've heard of all of these characters before. Yeah. Oh, will, we run, will we run through them, Benjamin? Do you want to run through them or will I run through them?
1: Yeah, so uh, the, a little promo image has been released and there are seven people in the promo image, Michael, and dead centre and the one that we're all kind of okay with is Florence Pugue.
0: Um, Florence Pugh,
1: And she's going to be the Black Widow, the new Black Widow yeah. for the
0: Thunderbolts. Yelena Belova. She's in black, Ben.
1: No, yes, she's finally donned the thing as opposed to the white widow gear that we've seen her in up until now. But that's not mm-hmm. really surprising because uh, bloody uh, the the Con- contessa Valentine Fontaine. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Um she was having that discussion with um Yelena Belova at the end of The bloody, the wonderful, the really well-made Black Widow movie.
0: (laughs) Remember when they jumped out of that Sky Fortress, Ben? Oh. Oh, Great stuff. Cracking stuff.
1: Cracking stuff. Um, Remember when Ray Winston played misogyny?
0: Yeah, he just played the character misogyny, Ben. Benjamin. Yes. You're taking taking too long here. I'm going to speed it along for you. Go on. So you've got Yelena Belova. Okay. And also from that fabulous film, you have the... Faceless villain Taskmaster.
1: Yeah, great stuff. Great stuff. Great,
0: absolutely fabulous stuff. Yeah. And, Benjamin, you also have Red Guardian, who seems to have been de Russianified quite a lot. Probably because it wouldn't be great crack to have a Russian goodie at the moment.
1: Yeah, it's a tonally, Michael, bit off.
0: Yeah. They could just make him Ukrainian, though. And then we're like, ah, we're back on side. We're back on side. Count me in. Um, so, Benjamin, the thing about Taskmaster is it could be anyone under that mask, and maybe we'll get a bit of a surprise.
1: Are we not getting the same Taskmaster that we got from the Black Widow film?
0: Well, she wasn't on stage at the announcement. Oh. oh so it oh. could be anyone under that mask, I suppose. Could be anyone Which under would, that mask, you suppose. Could be a bit of a treat. It could be Clint Barton, for example. I don't think it's going to be Clint Barton. It could be, for example, uh, Captain America. Steve Rogers, he's back. Steve Rogers, he's back.
1: I, do you um, know who I hope it is, Michael? Who? Go on. Mephisto, I really hope it's
0: Mephisto. I hope it's Mephisto, yeah, Benjamin. Um, then Benjamin, we yeah. have so they're they're three characters from one of the weaker movies, and then we have Bucky and U.S. Agent Benjamin from one of the weaker TV shows.
1: The weakest TV show, I think. I think
0: <laughs> probably. Yeah. Well, uh, Moon Knight might have been worse.
1: Uh, Moon Knight. Michael, there's a weird thing happening on the internet where people are saying Moon Knight was good. I
0: fucking. I don't know if it was then. I don't know. I don't, I don't, think, it I don't
1: think it was at all, Michael.
0: And Benjamin then we have Ghost the kind of redeemed supervillain from oh, yeah. Ant-Man and the Wasp 2 Every,
1: everybody's favorite character ghost everybody's
0: Marvel. favorite co- character ghost played by Hannah John Kamen. Benjamin I do like Hannah John Kamen. Yeah I do too I think she's uh, much underrated and she she's just on the she's on the cusp of a break Yeah and I, I do hope she gets one cuz she's I, she's hammering away at some yeah, shit stuff and she needs it a break. often seems like She does. She needs a break, and it often seems like it's not her fault that the stuff she's in ends up being a bit shit. Benjamin. Yes. I'm looking at this, and you know what I'm thinking to myself? What What I'm thinking to myself is, I hope that the villain they're fighting is going to need punching and kicking. Because that's uh, pretty much all they have to offer.
1: There's no master of the mystic arts there, Michael. That's a covert team of operatives.
0: There's no master of the mystic mystic arts. There's no... um, there's no someone with lasers and repulsors. There's Taskmaster who's doing kicks and punches. There's US Agents who's doing punches and kicks. There's yep. Bucky who's doing kicks, punches and running fast. Yep. There's Yelena who's doing kicks, punches and flips. Yep. There's Red Guardian who's doing punches and kicks. And then there's <laughs> Ghost who can walk through walls and do a punch and a kick.
1: Yeah, so David Harbour is doing punches, kicks and crashing through walls. And Ghost is doing punches, kicks and walking through walls.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I, I don't think is David Harger, Harbour's character stronger than either Bucky or US agent? I don't think so. I, I think we're probably going to,
1: for some reason, Michael, I think Go we're on. probably going to see a lot of John Walker, Bucky Burns and bloody, I, I can't remember the character's name, but David Harbour conversations where David Red Harbour, I could I could almost write this for you, Michael, where David Harbour keeps asking Bucky, did he ever talk about me? Did he ever mention me when he met me in the oh, 80s? Oh, very good. There's going to be a lot of that there's going to be a lot of that Benjamin Michael. yes
0: I don't think this is the final lineup.
1: Um no I think we're probably missing an Emil Blonsky in there somewhere
0: yeah I think we're going to probably get Emil Blonsky and probably Baron Zemo
1: yes I think Baron Zemo is probably going to pop up there as well maybe Baron Zemo is Taskmaster
0: that's what I was just about to say Ben if it isn't Baron Zemo in that Taskmaster costume mm, very interesting Michael very interesting much more interesting than any of the scenes that this this particular set of characters could have yeah, look,
1: it's a weird list, Michael, isn't it? It's it's, it's a weird. It's just list who's, of people. Who's
0: doing punches and kicks. Just Who? get in a lot of people doing punches and kicks. Uh, they don't even have a Hawkeye shooting arrows. It's just punches and kicks. Just punches and kicks. There's not one long-range weapon there. No, no. I mean, they all know how to fire a gun, except maybe Ghost, but. I'd say you Ghost know.
1: probably is alright with a gun <laughs>
0: yeah it's all just I hope you know how, I hope you like Punches and Kicks basically I, I hope you like Punches and Kicks the movie Punches and Kicks the movie I don't think should have called it Ben yeah I, I'm hoping that they get Baron Zemo in there but if they put Baron Zemo in there then how is it the only reason it's not Falcon and the Winter Soldier is Falcon isn't in it
1: it's just it's just Falcon and the Winter Soldier 2 and Black yeah. Widow 2 put together in the yeah. same movie yeah, that's yeah. all it is
0: exactly very good stuff very exciting
1: magic um, I, look I don't care about it. I love the comic I always thought the comic was great it was always fun to see a bunch of Marvel villains um, give it give it socks as a team Um there was that wonderful run where it was like Thunderbolts Red, and you had like the Red Hulk and the Punisher and Electra. It was a real good, real good thing. Um, for those of you that don't know, ladies and gentlemen, because we didn't explain it, sorry, uh, the Thunderbolts are Marvel's answer to the Suicide Squad.
0: Uh, not really.
1: Okay, get out of here.
0: Well, I mean, there's kind of two versions of the Thunderbolts. Well, go on then. The, there's one version of the... There's two kind of core concepts behind the Thunderbolts, and they're a little bit contradictory, but you can make them work together. One version of them is, yes, Marvel's version of the Suicide Squad. Okay. Villains, a team of villains, you know, being forced to do something for a pardon or whatever.
1: Yeah, classic.
0: But the, the other version is a team of villains pretending to be heroes. Oh. Oh. And that could have been more interesting, I think.
1: Yes. Well, hopefully that's... <sighs> See, I don't know. Like, there's no real villains in that lineup, Michael.
0: No, I mean, there are there are no villains in that lineup. The closest, the three of them are kind of close enough. And um, Ghost, who was a miss- an assassin. Yeah, Ghost, Ghost, and Taskmaster on either side of that picture in the same outfit look ridiculous. Don't they? they look very similar, Michael. It was like a <laughs> copy and
1: paste of the character, and then slight changes. It's. Uh...
0: Um, uh, but they're all villains by way of they were mind-washed or brain-controlled or something. Yeah.
1: I don't know. It would have been or, way or more Russia. interesting to see some actual villains from the MCU. Like, where's Killmonger? Why why don't you get him back and put him in charge of a team? He's dead, then. He's dead. Nah, not really, though. He's, you're going to see him Black Panther too? He's, he's going to be Black
0: Panther. I, I don't know. I think he might be dead. But yeah, everyone on this team was a villain, per se.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but you know left to right right so she was coerced he was yeah. just Russian she mm-hmm. was brainwashed <laughs> yeah. Um okay hold on I probably should say the name shouldn't I Ghost yeah. was coerced yeah uh, Red Guardian was just Russian yeah and um, people were like slow down Red Guardian he's like no I'm Russian uh. thank you uh, Yelena was brainwashed ugh Bucky was brainwashed uh. uh US agent's just a real son of a bitch yeah he's just a racist and, uh, and Taskmaster was brainwashed.
1: Ta- yeah, Taskmaster, as far as I know, is not even highly brain functional by the by the looks of things. She was in a massive accident, wasn't she? That's why she's yeah, yeah, in yeah. the suit. Yeah, yeah. And she was uh, in the suit with the brain chip. Very interesting, Michael. We'll we wait and see. We, we won't pass judgment. Ah, who am I kidding? I'm passing judgment right now. But we'll take a look at some other things that came out at D23, Michael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what else
0: came out at D23, Ben?
1: We got um, Bloody Mando. Season 3 has its release. Date.
0: Oh, the Mandalorian.
1: Yes, the Mandalorian, season three. Likewise. And it's all your favourite characters, Michael. There's a little there's a little Grogu fella. Um there's a bloody a different sect of bloody Mandalorians who keep calling his a cult. The armor master is there telling him that he's he's not a Mandalorian anymore Because he took his bloody helmet off. Shame on him.
0: Everyone's such dicks in Mandalorian culture, aren't they? Everyone just calm down.
1: It's real real sectarian violence, Michael. Real sectarian <laughs> violence.
0: <laughs> no use at all, Benjamin. No ben. use at all. Yeah. And are are there any reference in this trailer to the fact that some of the biggest plot development in The Mandalorian happened in the middle two episodes of Boba Fett? Doesn't look like it, my will. doesn't look like it. (laughs) Benjamin, I hate that. I hate that. I hate it. I hate every second of it. Um, That they just
1: used Boba Fett, the frankly subpar series, to bridge the gap between two seasons of The Mandalorian.
0: And didn't tell us. Because I didn't want to watch Boba Fett I have no particular attachment to Boba Fett I was watch- I was watching and enjoying The Mandalorian And if I come to season 3 of The Mandalorian And that little yoga baby thing is back with him for some reason And you're like, what the heck has happened here? Oh, you're going to have a bad time in season 3 of The Mandalorian, Michael Because he went off at Luke Skywalker
1: Oh, you're going to have a bad time in season 3 of The Mandalorian, buddy
0: I'm not watching Boba Fett, Ben, I don't care You're going to have a bad time in season
1: 3 You're going to have a bad time in Boba Fett as well That was not a great series, Michael those are better
0: um, than Moon Knight, Ben.
1: Again, Moon Knight's on the floor, Michael. You're, you're benchmarking against the wrong <laughs> thing here. Um, Benjamin, for, yeah.
0: look, should you listen. What else? What else, did, uh, what else did they have for us? The Well, oh, the, the,
1: the biggest thing that seemed to be released, and I'm not sure it was a D23 thing, Michael, but we, we got a glimpse of a movie that never
0: was and could have been. Oh, yes, yeah, very interesting. I don't think this has anything to do with D23. I think this I, is I don't think to it do is. with the fact that... Love and Thunder is currently streaming Ben
1: yeah so that was released as a streaming kind of day for um, D23 but I I don't think it has anything to do with that Michael we got a bizarre deleted scene from Thor Love and Thunder
0: do go on yeah
1: so what we saw Michael is Thor having a chitty chat with Russell Crowe's frankly racist Zeus
0: slightly less racist than in this clip
1: yeah yeah um, still doing
0: a funny accent.
1: Still doing a funny accent, Michael. But what we got was kind of a, a classic character reflection, Thor Ragnarok-esque moment. Hmm. Um, where Zeus is teaching him how to use the old thunderbolt.
0: Yeah, he's, uh, Zeus teaches him how to summon a thunderbolt and gives him the classic the power is all around you anyway sort of thing Yeah, which, the, you know Thor should have learned by now but anyway
1: midichlorians Michael midichlorians it's
0: midichlorians Benjamin yeah but what's interesting about this Ben is the tone of it is so different from the scene with um, with Zeus in the actual movie yeah so be cool baby cheeks or baby cakes yeah there's none of that Benjamin this no. Zeus sounds like a bit more of a self-aware he's still a dick but still he's a bit a, more self-aware still And he also seems dick. to have He seems to have taken Thor's request seriously
1: Yeah, I think one of the interesting things that we saw there, Michael Is, first of all, a much more historically accurate um, Or mythologically accurate, we should say Because, you know th- yeah, uh, not real, Thing there he was, um, You know, you have to be pure to go there And Zeus is many things But he's not pure That's because Zeus is a big rapey bastard
0: yeah, he's a big great big bastard. He's no use at all, Ben. Yeah.
1: Nice, uh, at least he seems to recognise it. That's something. Mm, it's growth of a sort. Personal <laughs> um, growth. There's, there's a few interesting nods there. Um, more importantly, we got a cool Thor and Jane moment where they kind of join up at the end of that moment. They both had their character revelations. You know,
0: it's pretty interesting. They, they both they hop on a goat each to go and find Eternity, Ben.
1: Yeah, there's no there's no bloody final battle in the hall with a bunch of kids. Um, no. There well, might that be, might be
0: happening. That might, that might, might be, be happening. happening.
1: Hmm. But we get... It just... It seemed like a much more classic movie with a bit less emphasis on joke after joke after joke and a bit hmm. more emphasis on, you know, an actual story and character development.
0: And it also, Benjamin, looks like it was... Um It was Thor and Jane deciding to be the ones to go and have this final confrontation with Gore. So, presumably, in this version of the movie, they didn't have to contrive a reason to take Valkyrie and Korg out.
1: Yeah, because it was just the two of them.
0: Yeah, because they. uh, So, maybe Valkyrie and Korg's roles were expanded beyond what was originally intended.
1: Hopefully, I mean you'd like to think. Uh,
0: I don't know Ben, I don't know.
1: Very interesting Michael, all I know in in the three minutes or so that scene existed, I was much more into that movie than I was into the movie that I actually saw
0: Yeah, yeah, it it kind of it screams that there's a whole second version of that film out there somewhere And we'll never get to see it Now, Benjamin, having said that Taika Waititi does do this because when Ragnarok came out, and we all loved Ragnarok, Ben, and um it seems to be standing the test of time, seems to be even a even a weak f- sequel to it hasn't really soured people against it, but Ragnarok was the same where after filming was done, sweeping changes were made,
1: mm. so if you
0: remember in the original trailer, they confronted Hela in New York, and oh yeah yeah odin yeah, yeah, was yeah, yeah. a Odin was a scabby, homeless man, yeah, that was weird and. And I think Hela killed Odin in New York and, you know, all of that got changed in post. So Taika Waititi does seem to do this.
1: Make entire second films.
0: Make entire second films and then go, nah, nah, we're changing it. But this seems to be even, like, the the Zeus in this is a different character. The order of the sequence of events is completely different. Yeah, I, it's yeah it seems like it seems like a clip from a different movie based on the same original pitch
1: yeah, I don't know. it's very frustrating for me, Michael, because I was just like, this is better this is yeah, 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 this is three minutes of better Benjamin yeah,
0: what I thought was strange though, was that the Zeus in Thor Love and Thunder was so different from the Zeus in um Warner Brothers Justice League. remember Zeus was in that too he was yeah and he was a big huge muscular fella shooting like lightning out of his hands and fighting off Darkseid's army yeah and then in the Marvel version he's this comic little little chubby fellow played by Russell Crow. How is it then that there can be two such different versions of the same character?
1: It's a great question, Michael. It's a great question. Well, well played. So, Michael, that that all boils down to the wonderful world of the public domain. Oh, what's that? So in general, Michael, when something passes, the, the rule of thumb, Michael, and it's not really mm. a good legal precedent. So anybody who's listening and looking for legal advice, don't do that. Right? Yeah, this isn't the place for legal <laughs> advice. This isn't the place for legal advice. This so isn't the place for If you, for you get called up in court for trying to do something, a shenanigan, a copyright shenanigan, don't say, mm. well, Michael and Benjamin told me I could do it.
0: Yeah, don't. <laughs> it's real bad. Please, please don't. <laughs> please don't. We don't need involved. our name being dragged through the mud again.
1: But the general rule of thumb is, Michael, you have a right to your intellectual property for about 100 years. Who is you? Now, d- d- let's say, Michael, you and I sit down and we create, right. I don't know. Um,
0: <laughs> Probably should have thought about that, then before you yeah, went down that
1: route. Um McMullen, the Irish mythical hero's adventures in Common. I don't know. Children's Okay, book. Ben, Let's but
0: Cullen, Cullen's probably a bad example there, maybe Yeah, because it's public domain. For sake. Yeah, yeah. Um, This is very hard to do, Michael. Um, yeah, yeah. You can't just come up with a rich- who do you think you are, Stan Lee? Who do you think you are, Bill Finger?
1: <laughs> right, Michael. We create the Irish superhero, the Hare, Right. Okay. He's, yeah, yeah. He's super fast and he loves to box. Right. Oh, the Hare, Okay. I thought you meant a head hair. Okay. <laughs> no, the hair. H A or E. Right. Very um, good. Yeah. And he dresses in a, a brown leotard and goes around kicking people and doing flips and running fast, right?
0: Okay, yeah, it sounds good. He could be in the Thunderbolts.
1: Now, Michael, yeah. then we find out that Disney creates a brand new character for the Marvel Universe called the Hare McLare. And he runs oh. around in a leotard, kicking and flipping people and giving them a punch, right? First of all, yeah, we've lost because yeah, yeah. we're going up against the machine,
0: Michael. Yeah, they've got a lot more money than us.
1: They've got a lot more money than us. But secondly, Michael, we do have grounds for complaint there because that's our intellectual property. Let's say it's a blatant ripoff. Okay. Okay. And we we say that and we say we had this made uh, in 2022. Um, We Mm. had the copyright. We did all the legal precedent. We patented it. We copyrighted it. And we made it our legal intellectual property. Very good. And in fairness, if we did it right, Michael, we might have an opportunity for Marvel to settle out of court. Give us a lot of money. Oh, lovely. Um, we might have an opportunity to get Marvel to cease and desist using the character.
0: Oh, stop that now, Marvel.
1: Um, and Or we might have an opportunity just to be brought into the process, Michael. We might agree to be on the creative team from that point on.
0: Oh, a big, uh, big wheelbarrow full of money.
1: Yeah, because we have copyright, Michael, and that means that nobody can touch it. However, 100 years from now... Yeah, okay. If Marvel do the same thing again, yeah. they're grant. Oh yeah, brilliant. Good for them. Generally speaking, our copyright law extends about 100 years. Who yeah. is our? It, the Humanities. Humanities' grasp Humanity. of copyright okay. law lasts okay. about 100 years. The, current, the right. current rule of thumb, not a legal example, but the current right. rule of thumb, Michael, is that you get about 100 years of intellectual property copyright. However, that is already very unusual. Right. Because originally... Yes, go on. There was very different rules for copyright.
0: Yeah, I'm going to write it and if you try and stop me, I'll give you a big punch. (laughs) Yeah, so... Might make copyright. I don't, I, I don't know. Line, I okay. don't know
1: why that uh, made me giggle quite so much. Um, but D- Disney itself has always had an issue with copyright.
0: Disney was founded on a on a copyright case. Spin. Uh,
1: it was. It was Michael. Mm, in fact, um, yeah, it, it, bizarre. So what we got initially. A lot of people don't remember this, Michael, but you remember this because you're a you're a bloody copyright historian. As you know, uh,
0: Benjamin, I'll tell you what, it, I, I I do actually know quite a lot about copyright. And I'll just tell you, you made a little couple of mistakes there. Well, go on. Unintentionally. You, you fix it up. Unintentionally. You tie so you it up Unintentionally. There, because you said earlier when, um you know, you create your characters then you go off and register them and you don't actually have to do any of that. Copyright is implicit. So, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you intend to defend it in, in the legal case, you might have to register it. But um, you, do, you don't have to. So if you create a character now, if you created a character on the podcast, then publicly talking about that character on the podcast would be creating it. And you wouldn't have to go off and register it. You could still say someone stole your idea. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The- it's 95 years as well. But go on anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh,
1: a lot of this came from. I'll my- just
0: be ready with more snide corrections, Ben. That's I'm going to do them as snide as I can.
1: <laughs> that is the history of the podcast. I don't know why you changed. I will it now. do them as
0: I will do them as snide as I can. I will be I will be as insulting as possible. Uh,
1: so, Michael, all of these things started to change in 1976. Um, mm. So, in 1976, uh, many people were lobbied. Um, Did they? <laughs>
0: No, go on, go on, go on, go on, go on.
1: So the Copyright Act of 1976 had another rule of thumb instated. stated, except this time it was a legal rule. So it was a legal rule of thumb. And that was a
0: legal rule of thumb.
1: In a general sense, the copyright of a, a piece of property would last the lifetime of the author. Yeah. Plus 50 years. Okay. Okay. Or, if if that author couldn't be defined in any kind of way, 75 years from publication or 100 years from creation.
0: All right, okay. So this
1: happened in 1976. Uh, The 1976 Act also increased the renewal of terms for works copyrighted before 1978. So this was the big move that Disney wanted um, because they were running out of time on a lot of their copyrights. um,
0: Especially Ben Mickey Mouse.
1: Especially Mickey Mouse. And that was a problem for them because the whole thing that makes Disney their money is merchandising and the rights to the images. Mm. That's what makes them all their money, Michael.
0: They love money, Ben.
1: They love money, Michael. Um, And that's pretty interesting. So um, what happened then in 1976, Michael, is that that law essentially froze the concept of the public domain Um, in the United States. And the public domain was this wonderful thing where characters would slip out of copyright and then you could do whatever you wanted with them because they were public domain.
0: Whatever you wanted, Ben. Now, the
1: best examples of those, Michael, as you cleverly segued us into, are, of Mm. course, the wonderful world of mythology. Oh, go on. Yeah, so myths in general, Michael, are much older than anybody who's currently alive. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. You're not going to be claiming copyright on them, are you, Ben?
1: And they, they've become kind of universal stories, Michael, and those versions can change. But all of those characters, a Zeus, a bloody Artemis, mm. a bloody yeah. Athena, they're yeah. all Thor. public domain. A Thor, Michael. They're all public domain because mm. they're too old and we can't actually track down the original copyright holders. Number one, because copyright wasn't around then. But number two, those stories are built up of thousands of versions and varieties. So when we get people like uh, bloody Baby Cake Zeus and Mm -hmm. big muscly Dark Side Hating Zeus, they're the same root, Michael, but very different blooms.
0: Yes. And isn't that a good thing, Ben? Isn't that the kind of benefit of public domain that... You said it yourself that these characters have developed over thousands and hundreds and hundreds of generations, and people have added them and changed them and remixed them and combined them yeah and that's what that's what copyright is designed to prevent,
1: yeah, um so in that particular case you're supposed to be given a chance to play around with these. Archetypes and they are archetypes a lot of the time Michael and it gives people a good basis for their story it gives people an automatic background for their story it gives people a sense of rich heritage and culture to their stories but copyright doesn't like that
0: <laughs> no because then someone's not making money Ben because then you're not making money and
1: mm. um, and that's the problem Michael that's where the issue lies so. At the current rate, Michael, and what's rather interesting is that Steamboat Willie, the original cartoon, will enter the public domain in 2024. Oh, that's only two years from now. That's only two years from now, Michael. Um, So... One of the things that's happened is that that 1976 Act does not revive copyrights that have already expired, and therefore is not retroactive in that sense. So now, I'm sure Disney currently has an entire legal team, Michael, working on how they're going to petition the U.S. government to make that happen.
0: Yeah, how are they are going they to protect
1: bit? Steamboat Willie?
0: Mm. It's 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 a very interesting thing because um, there's, a, there's a distinction between copyright and trademarks. And this is where it's going to get really murky in the next couple of years. Go on. Because copyright expires, Benjamin, as you know. The original terms for copyright were 14 years, Ben, would you believe? That's insanely short. 14 years. Uh, The idea being that um, copyright was designed to protect, to not protect, to encourage artists... That's why copyright exists. Not just artists, Ben. Artists, scientists, inventors, everyone. Copyright existed so that if you, Benjamin Coloby, invent something, you get 14 years of exclusive right to make it and profit from it. But then it enters the public interest and anyone can make it and and profit from it. And everybody gets a go. And everybody gets a go. Walt Disney didn't like that because he wanted his company to be the only ones who profit off of it forever. So... Copyright was never intended to make it so that, say, the Tolkien estate would still be making billions of dollars a year off of J.R.R. Tolkien's writings nearly a hundred years later. Yeah, absolutely. It Wasn't designed. That wasn't the. Wasn't the intention. But anyway, Ben. Then they extended it to twenty-four, then fifty, then seventy, then ninety-five. It's gross. Uh, it's gross and horrible. But <laughs> what was I saying? Trademarks. Trademarks don't expire. Get out of town. So. Yeah, trademarks never expire. As long as you keep using your trademarks, they don't expire. Copyright does, trademarks don't. And I think the old legal eagles over at Disney are going to muddy that water so much that no one wants to risk using the copyright of Mickey Mouse, which is about to expire. mm for risk of treading on Disney's trademarks, and because you know Disney are going to be litigious about it,
1: I wonder—is that the reason you know that so so much of that branding is done around the Mickey Mouse ears as a well, trademarkable? Yeah, exactly.
0: yeah, yeah. The the Mickey Mouse ears are a trademark. Mickey Mouse's precise look is a trademark. nah um, the um his current look because they're not using the Steamboat Willie look. That look isn't trademarked. Ah but the 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 look of mickey mouse as he currently looks with the big gloves and the red shorts that's that's a trademark the way the font in which they write his name is a trademark is it so yeah so you can absolutely make a mickey mouse cartoon from next year from 2 years from now but you better make sure it's distinct from a disney cartoon because Disney are going to get you on trademarks if anyone could even reasonably remotely be convinced that you were selling a Disney product.
1: Yeah, and that's the
0: issue. Ugh. Yeah, but you know, you could if you if you wanted to make a Mickey Mouse cartoon in two years, um, maybe make it stop motion and have Mickey Mouse be a realistic looking mouse, like mm. a Stuart little-, little looking fella. Then you might be all right. As long right. as you have the
1: legal funds to fight it. Michael has basically committed us to making a live-action Mickey Mouse. So cheers for live that, Live-action
0: Mickey Mouse, where Mickey Mouse is played by a real mouse that we've killed and are doing stuff oh. motion animation with. Poor form, And after Michael. a few weeks, it starts getting very grim, Ben, because one of his legs falls off and we have to stick it back on with sticky tape. Poor form. Very good stuff, Benjamin. The argument about it, Benjamin, is that the reason Disney are often hated in this sphere is Disney have a tendency to try and copyright things out of the public domain.
1: Yes. They want to grab things and snatch them out. And they've done it several times, to... Michael.
0: Go on. Uh,
1: they did it very, very recently. I don't have it in front of me there. You you finish your point there, Michael.
0: Well, uh, this is relevant again to D23 because we saw it this weekend. This Disney are making a new The Little Mermaid. Yes, they are. And The Little Mermaid is a public domain character. It's a Hans Christian Andersen story, I think. It is. And Hans Christian Andersen stories were based on Northern European folk mythology anyway. So they were public domain anyway. And then Disney snatched that up in
1: 1989? Yes, for The Little Mermaid originally,
0: yeah. And woe betide anybody now who tries to make a new non-Disney Little Mermaid film. Well, you're not allowed, Michael, because they'll get you. They'll litigious. Well, you are allowed. You are, because it's public domain. Yeah, but they'll litigious you, Michael. Which is ironic, really, because the Ariel in the new show, the new movie, you know, it's not the same Ariel. No. She looks different. She's live action. You know, a lot of the trademark aspects of that aerial aren't there. But Disney will defend that and Disney have deep, deep pockets, Ben. Deep, deep pockets, Michael. Um so Thor actually... is a very good Thor is a very good example, Ben, where people haven't really been able to defend it.
1: Yeah, they did try to trademark Thor. Go on. They they did try that this was the this was the most recent one. Disney tried to copyright the concept of Thor and the hammer and, you know, things like this. They tried to copyright Mjolnir, which doesn't work, Michael, because it's the original name of the hammer. He has a specific mm. name for the hammer. But Disney finagled that their specific version of the hammer and things like that was their property. Um, and they were trying to basically discourage anything else from from coming out. But Michael, go on.
0: I think you would have a hard time defending if you made a Thor movie, and even if you made it a mythological Thor. Yes. But if he had a hammer that was a kind of uh, just a rectangular lump that possessed the ability to be thrown and always returned to his hand... I think you might struggle with that because I, I think that is a Marvel invention.
1: The the boomerang hammer is a Marvel invention, absolutely. The original hammer could be moved and couldn't be brought back or anything like that. It had to be held by Thor in order for it to work. Yeah. Also, mm-hmm. the whomsoever is worthy aspect of Thor, um, you know, that Mjolnir doesn't move for certain people, that's all a Marvel invention. Um, yeah, yeah. So you the, would have a hard time there. Then
0: he's just very strong.
1: But I, t- I tell you what, Michael, the, the worst thing about this is the public domain is a wonderful way of creating kind of touchstones for your audience to connect with, because a lot of the stories that we see in public domain are, you know, are tried and tested stories at this point. Look at Sandman recently, Michael, the comic book Sandman wouldn't exist without the public domain.
0: Go on, what's he snatched up from the public domain? There
1: are so many literary references to Shakespeare, old Victorian characters, um, different myths, different things, Paradise Lost, all of these huge works of English literature. And he's allowed, Neil Gaiman was allowed to reference all these in his comic books because they had slipped into public domain. Um, If you had a copyright holder for example, or someone who published a particular version or something like that. Let's say bloody Faber and Faber Disney. was publishing. <laughs> but let's say, okay. let's like say Disney. Let's say Disney had a publishing branch and they snatched up all these public they domain do. things and tried to, tried to claim that, you know, Paradise Lost, Michael, in the 1990s when Neil Gaiman was, or sorry, in the 1980s when Neil Gaiman was creating this was theirs.
0: Yes. The
1: version of Satan that we see in um in sandman certainly wouldn't exist go on the version of lucifer that we see in sandman is based on john milton's paradise lost it is the rebellious angel the light bringer this this whole thing
0: so you're saying then ben that this is good that snatching things up from the public domain and remixing them and re we wouldn't have the tv show lucifer we wouldn't, and it's a, it's, it's not a bad <laughs> thing. The public domain is really useful be
1: out for that reason. All right, very funny, Michael. Very funny. Um, I've taken them down a peg. The TV show Lucifer is useless to us uh, in terms of that argument because what they did was they created a completely different version from the comic book. They had the rights, <laughs> they did. But They decided not to do that, and it's very, very interesting because one of my favorite runs outside of the Sandman universe and the Sandman adjacent universe is that original Lucifer run. Um. Hmm. And I was really excited when I heard Netflix came out. And then we got a weird crime procedural where the devil is
0: in CSI Miami. And it was really weird. He's in CSI Miami, but the S stands for sexy. Benjamin. Very weird. One of the all-time classic works of pulling from the public domain is, um, of course, Alan Moore's League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah, they're all there, Michael. All the gang is there. Who's there, Benjamin? Bloody Who's there Dr. In that Jekyll family?
1: and Mr. Hyde.
0: Yeah, that's public domain now.
1: Mina Harker.
0: Yeah. Oh, she she was bitten by Sp- Scott Bakula's dad. It's Scott Bakula's dad, Dracula. Yeah,
1: uh, there was
0: probably Captain Nemo. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, Captain Nemo. Uh, there was. It's not H. Rider Haggard. It's the character from his thing. I can't remember his name. Alan Quatermain. Alan Quatermain. Thank you very much, Michael. An adventurous character from the novels of H. Rider Haggard.
0: Benjamin, the the movie version even included Tom Sawyer and Dorian Gray. Yeah, Tom Tom Sawyer and Dorian Gray. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Two characters who had also slipped into the public domain, and they were just like, let's stick them in, let's put them in there, yeah, let's stick them in. Benjamin, yes. Have you had a look at what sort of potential we have over the next couple of years? Um, when What sort of new characters are going to be slipping into the public domain?
1: Uh, I'm going to pull up the list now, Michael.
0: Oh, very exciting. I'm very uh. excited because we know, obviously, that Winnie the Pooh has just entered public domain.
1: And that's being made into a weird serial killer movie as we speak.
0: So it's the A.A. A. Milne books that have entered public domain, but not the Disney cartoons.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. So you're allowed to make... Uh Winnie the Pooh hundred acre wood gig, but you're not allowed to make um a blue t shirt wearing yellow version of him or a stripy piglet version.
0: Does Winnie the Pooh wear a blue T shirt?
1: Um sorry, did I say a blue t shirt? I meant a red t shirt. I don't know why yeah, I said. I think a blue he wears t-shirt. a red t shirt. I think you're thinking of Paddington. Uh I probably am and his little coat No, look there he is, he's in a blue t shirt in that picture. Uh yes he is, as it as it happens. Um that's really weird, isn't, isn't
0: it? That just so happens, Ben. That's weird.
1: Um, I guarantee that I didn't have that o- already. That's um, <laughs> that's weird. It's that's weird. Um, that's what do we
0: get? What do we get in 2022, really Ben? and
1: fucking strange. Um, so the books that we're getting are uh, Ernest Hemingway is entering the public domain. The Sun Also Rises, one of his most famous books. Oh, wow. So we could remix that. Um, yep, absolutely. Bambi is entering the public domain. Bambi. Bambi. The book Bambi. Now, that's big, isn't it? Bambi. Oh, um, so we could make a
0: Bambi. We could adapt Bambi we the, could, next year. We could adapt Bambi next year, Michael. We could do um, a live-action Bambi. Yeah, and that's a big where deal. We kill a deer and do it in stop motion.
1: Um, a lot of the big modernist texts are coming in. Um, this year, Michael, and uh, Langston Hughes, The Weary Blues. That's, from a poetry point of view, huge book, very important. Uh, Khalil Gibran wrote a lot of that kind of thing. D.H. Lawrence was a huge author, uh, Michael, and a lot of his works are entering. Um, let's see if there's any movies being given up because we're in that phase now.
0: Oh, that's exciting, yeah. These will be very old movies because um, yeah, I don't recognise any of those.
1: But, you know, it's still big time. Um, so- oh, look at that. There you go, yeah. Um so one of the things that's entering is the inspiration for um, the inspiration for Fantasia, the big the big demon fella. His original movie is coming out, that came from Faust, which was one of the earliest films. Moana is what I'm seeing here, Michael, and Moana seems to be uh it's a docufiction in Samoa by Robert J. Flattery. There's no way that's what's the, the new Disney movie is based on. That's coming out. Don Juan, the one of the original films is coming out. There's a lot of things entering public domain, Michael.
0: But a lot of those characters would be public domain anyway, wouldn't they? Don Juan the character yeah. would be public domain. From but now the film is too
1: yeah so from the point of Yeah, so this is this is where it gets interesting. A lot of those characters there, Michael, would have entered the public domain many, many years ago. Mm. from a literary point of view. But now what it means is that you can clip from the films or you can take from the music without having to pay copyright. Does it? It it does. (laughs) Yes, that's the whole point of public domain. (laughs) Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. So it gets pretty interesting, Michael. Um, There's some pretty famous characters there that I have on a list there in front of you who are public domain. And you might not know that they are, but Disney at various points have tried to obviously takes Snatch those, them up. Yeah, snatch, snatch them, them up, up yeah. um, for their own purposes. So Robin Hood is a very famous example.
0: Benjamin, basically you can tell if a character is uh, public domain or not by have there been loads of different versions of yeah. them in film. Exactly.
1: Exactly. John Carter is public domain. John Carter is public domain, Michael. Get out of here. We could make a John Carter film. Yeah, we could make a very good John Carter film. Oh, wow. Wizard of Oz All the is from public domain. characters from Wizard of domain. Oz are
0: public domain.
1: Hunchback of Notre Dame. Is public domain. Mm. K- King Kong. King Kong is public domain. There you man. go. Alice, we from can Alice make in Wonderland. King
0: Kong. Mm.
1: Very interesting.
0: That's very interesting. I have no idea who some of these are, Benjamin.
1: No, nor do I, Michael. But you know, they're in public domain. <laughs> Ch- Chulu
0: is public domain.
1: Ch- no, Chululu. Yeah, we knew that already, Michael. He Hercules, be, he obviously. Be, he? Yeah. The 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 children's classic, Michael Natty Bumpo. <laughs> Get working demand. on the sequel, Ben.
0: <laughs> Get working on it.
1: Natty Bumpo and uh, the Fire mm-hmm. Hair. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> That's who she a is, Gal Benjamin. Friday Fire hair Is there? All right, Benjamin, Let's wrap it it's up here. It's pretty interesting. Read through this list. Anyway, um, and the other very very famous character, Michael Wogglebug. Um, so oh, Wogglebug, yeah. You and yeah, I are yeah, going I to be. Well. You and I are going to be making the brand new adventures of Natty Bumpo and Wogglebug. Um, yeah, they're going to do it a TV show, and we're pitching yeah, it to yeah. Disney next week. Um, yeah, yeah. Lads, it doesn't matter what we think. What, what do you think of the bloody public domain copyright furore? Give us give us a shout in a few different places. You can find us on the interwebs at www. seoemorabeg. dot com.
0: It means tiny room in Irish.
1: You can you can find us there. You can find us on Instagram at sure Look, sure Listen podcast.
0: Yeah, it means your sure sure in English. Ben it
1: does indeed. Uh, you can find us on the interwebs at listenshire or on Twitter and yeah. listen sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, it means listen it, it, look, you know what it means. But the best way, Michael,
1: for you yes. to get involved with that is to get up on that Discord, baby.
0: Hop up on it, Benjamin, there was all sorts of chat this week including lots of discussion and speculation about the D23 reveals and uh no one really caring about Paper Girls being
1: canceled. Nobody cared, Michael. It was very sad. <laughs> um it's very sad. That's what happens when you make a bad TV show, ladies and gentlemen. No amount of fan well-being will deliver you.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're stuck. Sorry about you.
1: you so, sorry about you. That's it from us, ladies and gentlemen. If you haven't had enough of this week, you can join us on Wednesday, where we'll be taking a look at Lucifer, Volume 2. Uh, That's the, on our other podcast. The Divine man, Tragedy on, on our bi- other podcast. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you forgot there for a second. It's all right.
1: On our other podcast, <laughs> Collecting Issues, the bi-weekly comic book book club.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very oh, good.
1: I'm off to read that now. Bye bye.
0: Oh yeah. I better read that. Right? Yeah. I better. I better. I'm off to the comic book shop. Bye bye. Bye bye. Copyright that, you son of a bitch.